What's up, everybody? Welcome back to It's Unorthodox with your hosts, Jillian Gotthelf and Dana Siegelstein. We are back for the Mayflowers. Coming on the Mayflower. (laughs) You know the saying, April showers brings Mayflowers. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, is that obviously my birthday has to be during the time where it's consistently very constantly raining so that's nice at least we have may to look forward to and it'll bring us a lot of nice weather and it's a shame you're the only one with a birthday in april too i know right like it's just like really funny that it just so happens to me my birthday during that time you're the only one affected and I... guess how guess what the weather was like on my birthday I'm going to go with April showers. It was April showering. Yep, it was April showering. And I but like had to champagne showering. Exactly. So even though it was April showering, I still made sure to get onto my roof. I had my dad hold me so that I wouldn't fall or slip because obviously the roof is uh having some sort of slope to it. So Bruce, he, he kept me like safe. That. Yeah, he kept me safe like that. So that was good. But guys, we did a bunch of polls this week, and we wanted to share with you the answers as well as elaborate a little bit on each of them. So, Well, before we go too far into that, I wanted to talk about, because we did ask you guys a lot about bat mitzvah culture, what was your experience like, and we got some funny responses, but... We also yes, know so. that a bunch of you guys haven't exactly um had as much of a bar mitzvah culture as us which is totally fine and it makes us even more excited to share with you all of the different experiences that we've had going to bar mitzvahs in the tri-state area well honestly joe a lot of the things that people responded i wasn't even i did not relate to because it was so far-fetched yeah see in growing up in long island it's not even like there's constant competition between people trying to not necessarily show off, but, like, definitely flaunt how dope they're letting their kids' bar mitzvah be instead of just letting it be something regular. So, for us, there were definitely a lot of big ones we had around here. But what's your story? So, well, the whole April shower thing made me think of my sister. Her bar mitzvah theme was April showers brings Kayla flowers. And she thought it was, like, the dopest thing ever no way and it was in april and it was pretty cute but after seeing that i then three years later had my bot mitzvah in april and i was like what's a really cool theme that i could do so jill i don't know if you had a theme we can get into that after i did have a theme a hardcore theme which we can talk about after and i can't wait for that but (laughs) (laughs) i'm literally on the edge of my seat yeah i can't wait to tell you so I was thinking, do I do, like, a color? I didn't really like sports. Like, what did I want to do? So You're I like s- hobbies. You write down on a piece of paper. It just says, like, eating and watching other people eat or something like that. Well, those were the best themes when it was candy, and then you got to bring home a shit ton of diabetes. Mm-hmm. Like My cousin's bat mitzvah theme was her – she's older than me, so it was one of the first bat mitzvahs I had ever been to, and her theme was, like, Carly and the Chocolate Factory – so you could God, only imagine, to this day, it was still one of my favorite bar mitzvahs because they just had so much candy, and me as a little kid, like, that was an excuse to just go hard. You probably didn't even talk to anyone at the bar mitzvah. <laughs> I was just at the, you, the fondue you, station. 
you just ate. You're like, you're literally like Augustus Gloop and uh-huh. you're in the condo. That was me. Um, so back to my story. So I didn't really remember this. I guess I blacked out, but my friend told me that in like sixth grade, I told her that I wanted my bar mitzvah theme to be pilgrims. No, you didn't. In sixth grade. Like in sixth grade, the year before my bat mitzvah, I told my friend Mia, Mia, I think I want my bat mitzvah theme to be pilgrims. But I was dead serious. Like I wasn't, I wasn't making fun of the pilgrims. I wasn't, I wasn't alluding to Christopher Columbus. Like you seriously I genu- just thought like, let's make this as unique and random as possible, but get everyone down with it. And you thought pilgrims. Yes. And thinking back, like how sick of an entrance would it be to like come in on the Mayflower that that would have been crazy also because it's like the Mayflower but your bomb was in April so technically it would have been better if Kayla did the Mayflower <laughs> fuck 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm like writing down ideas for my kids already yeah. like so what'd you end up doing so I ended up having no theme what I know what'd I you just, have I on your really... sweatpants or sweatshirt it just said, like, property of DJS. The dopest. Wait, Jill, how sick was it when, like, wait, what was your giveaway? So my giveaway were American Apparel t-shirts. And they were, like, light blue v-necks for the girls and then dark blue crew necks for the guys. Isn't that so funny? Like, we would also how like, we would literally differentiate clothing, but also how many guys do you have of yours? Probably... 40 to 50. Are you actually friends with them? No. It's also, like, parents, probably. Like, we gave shirts to everyone. But I also didn't even, like, did you have anything special about your bar mitzvah besides the unique way of just having no theme at all? Um, it's going to be a no from me. Okay. Do you want me to tell you about my bar mitzvah? <laughs> Like, I guess. I just feel like you're trying to one-up me. But, no, yeah. not at all. I was going to share my bar mitzvah theme anyway. I honestly thought that you had, like, this elaborate story about something crazy from your bar mitzvah. Sorry to disappoint you. Okay, so my theme, like, my entire life, my mom is – my mom and her entire side of the family, they're all hippies, which I totally love, but – Um, I was also super into singing and just bothering everyone by not shutting up because I was constantly singing. And my dream in life at 12 years old was to be Elphaba in Wicked on Broadway. (laughs) So my bar mitzvah theme was Peace, Love, and Broadway. And I had like this big circle just filled with different Broadway shows and Peace and Love and just combining the two things that I grew up with, loving so much. And what I did was I had a party at my temple after my service, and the amount of people that came to my service was just, like, applaudable, I guess, because I guess everybody knew that I was a singer, so they wanted to come and actually hear me sing because they knew I was, like, not even doing it for the Torah portion. Like, I was doing it because it was my chance to sing my heart out in front of a bunch of people and get the but, spotlight for an hour and have all the attention be about me. So, But also, Jill, like, they probably were going because your party was right after. <laughs> that, too. Like, but that's not what my role. that's not what my grandma told me, so I'm going to believe my grandma on this one. She's probably right. <laughs> so but, what we yeah. did... 
we had a party after and it was actually the first party that the temple had ever had so it was kind of them I was kind of like the the test bunny like the test rabbit on this one and so it was it was pretty fun like I definitely got my entrance and everything but what we did the day after was we invited everyone to get on a bus with me which first off that already eliminated half the guests and like the day after yeah the day after and we all saw blue a man sunday? group yeah sunday we saw every we sent everyone to see blue man group on broadway so yeah and we had like the blue face paint on our face and it was really cool and so that's what I did for my bar mitzvah. So I had to, because I had to include the Broadway part. So we were like, what's something fun and interactive that everyone would like? So we just picked Blue Man Group. And I'm surprised that you didn't do like something where you could paint your face green and be Alphaba. I know, I know. But I think that the tickets for Wicked on Broadway, which at that point I already saw three times. Were... And did you ball your eyes out every time? Okay. This is going to sound berserk. I've seen Wicked on Broadway six times, and I cry every time during the second act. Defying gravity. No, not defying gravity. That's the end of the first. Uh, that's the end of the first act. What's when the it's second like, act um, when they're singing to each other, like when um, when Alphaba is singing to the guy, and they're like, as long as you're mine. Yeah, as long as you're mine. We can duet that, you know. We can. Yeah, that is a beautiful. I think the amazing thing about Broadway. It's so good when Fierro's singing that. I literally can't help but cry. The amazing thing about Broadway is like you can see something so many times. I mean, it's like a movie too. Also, I saw like there was this one Alphaba who was actually from Germany, and like she. She had the accent, kind of, but obviously she had to try and do an American accent and whatever. Yeah, an American accent. So it was really interesting because I saw so many different Alphabas, so many different Glindas. Do you want to be on Broadway? That was an old dream of mine, and it would be fabulous if I could. But once I was auditioning for college, because I was originally going to college for musical theater... I would nail the singing section, nail the monologues and the acting, but then they put me in a room with like 12 other people and it was time for the dancing section. <laughs> and that's where I kind of just always thought to myself, maybe Broadway isn't the track I should be going uh-huh. down. And that's why I stuck to podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, Mom, how did you end up on the trail? And you're like, well, I couldn't bust a move. Yep. What? Would they just have, like, a choreographer come in and teach you a dance and you'd have to do it? Yeah, so they would teach us probably, like, a 32-count dance, and they didn't, like, wait to see if anybody needed help with anything. They just taught you the routine, and then you had to perform it in groups, in smaller groups, in front of judges. And these people that I was competing with had years and years of dance experience. Like, some of them were ballerinas, some of them had lyrical experience. Me... Um, I was on the varsity dance team at my high school, so I know how to, like, crump and, like, shake my tatas, <laughs> but when it came to, like, lyrical and show tunes, I didn't really have as much experience, nor did I have, like, jazz shoes or or ballet shoes or tap dancing shoes. I had barely any experience with that, 
which was my bad for thinking that I can just walk in and having the other two talents and not being, like, the dynamic trio. Well, because I feel like out of those three, I mean, what do I know? But I definitely feel like dancing is something that, like, you can't just, like, teach yourself. Yeah. No, you need years and years in training because it's also about flexibility. And if you have to do a pirouette, like, they had us do pirouettes and jumps and what? I literally couldn't even keep my balance for a spin. (laughs) And also you need to spot yourself. So you need to look at one point on the wall and like hold that focus throughout the spin, like keep your head always facing forward. And I had learned that what at the audition. So well, you know what? You move on in life and you'll get there, but you're living out your podcast dream now. Exactly. Life is, I'm thriving. Yeah. Let's get to the polls. So, since we're talking about bar mitzvahs, as we know, a huge thing was, and it was like a necessity for girls when going to bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, you needed to have the coach wristlet. Now, I want to know, how many did you have? I had three, and I just discovered all of them. No. And they were hot. No. Oh, my God. I love it. I had probably three or four too and I remember I had this one pink one that I would only bring out when it like matched my outfit and it was like a special (laughs) occasion coast wristlet but then I also had the classic brown and I think I also had a black one so we asked you guys brown coach leather wristlet or black coach wristlet and you guys this is so important you guys chose the brown one I, I I gotta say I am not shocked. Also, Me also <laughs> the results are uncanny. What would we put in our coach wristlets? I would have a lip gloss and my little um, flip phone. Oh, because our phones fit in it. Yeah, I got my phone in sixth grade, so I had a little. Um, it was like a fake iPhone. It was like a crappier version of a touchscreen phone. And if you had to, you know how um, older people that don't really know how to use i iPhones, like when they touch something, they press on it instead of like actually just tapping <laughs> yeah. it. Like you actually had to press on this touchscreen phone for it to work. It was an old AT and T phone, and it fit perfectly in my coach wristlet. Do you have those like memories of going into the AT and T store and being like, "This is my fucking kingdom"? Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, Dad, please, can I get the new NV3? Yes, I always wanted that phone, and I never got it. I I went from that touchscreen phone to a um, BlackBerry to an iPhone, and BlackBerry was my peak. But let's move on with the polls. (laughs) So the next one. Did you guys own a Vera Bradley wristlet? What would you call it? A wristlet or a little coin pouch? the way I posed the poll was, did you own Vera Bradley in general? Because it was either a thing in your town or it wasn't. Yeah. Like, you, did, you didn't not. It wasn't like, oh, some girls have it, but some don't. And some yeah. don't know what it is. No, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 80% of you said yes. Hi, honestly, <laughs> I had some Vera Bradley. And, you know, it's actually funny because I wasn't actually influenced by my friends having it. My mom actually loves Vera Bradley and pushed it on me. It totally started as a mom thing. Yeah, it is because it is like a mom thing. It's a paisley 
collection of things that are colorful and like hip for moms I guess and the material is like quilted and very nice and I guess it's like a good price for what you're paying for it totally I'll just like never forget one of my best birthday parties that I went to the get the party favor was that Vera Bradley wristlet and I literally was like sharding my pants I was like this is the greatest thing Wait, that's really? ever happened to me Damn. So speaking of which, we also asked you guys about the craziest bar mitzvah giveaway you've ever experienced, and we got a lot of answers. So we got that people gave away customized perfumes, people gave away iPods, they had deal or no deal games that gave away iPads, Xboxes, and Wiis. That's just crazy. Like, you, like, your parents are spending all this money already on a bar mitzvah party, and then they're, like, buying a Wii or an Xbox or an iPad, in addition to that, to freely give to some kid that dances the best. It's, like, for other people. And also, like, I don't get why, I mean, maybe once I'm a multi-billionaire, that's what I'll want to do with my money, but, like... As of right now, Jill, like, looking back, bat mitzvahs were not for the kids. They were for the parents to show I know. And I didn't want to say that because I don't want to offend anybody because it's also just part of our upbringing, I guess, in Long Island. Like, I think that there's a lot of competition and, like, uh, showing of wealth and stuff like that. So I think that that just followed through with bat mitzvahs and stuff, especially when people had guest appearances that completely took over the attention from their own kid and had somebody famous well, come and perform. Yeah, but also We're going like to get the, to that question. All, but All the stuff that people, like, submitted for the craziest giveaways, like, that was all people from Long Island, I'm pretty sure. I know. So we also got... Well, this one was from somebody from Westchester, which I think is a little bit like the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone said, customized bedazzled sweatshirts with your initials on them. And That's ridiculous. I know. But I know. also sick. I remember when they would have, like, spray-painted t-shirts, and that's what they used to do for the first couple of bamitsus that I went to. Like, when I said I went to my cousin's Carly in the Chocolate Factory, she had the spray-painted, um, like, the air spray. I don't really know what it's called. What is yes, it? uh, spray like, paint, Jill. I guess, okay, spray paint. When they would spray paint shirts. And that was fine because they would just spray paint your name on it. But actually yeah. bedazzling sweatshirts, like, that is crazy. And the other craziest thing is, do you still own all the sweatshirts and giveaways that you got from bar mitzvahs? Because I got rid of mine years ago. My mom made me donate them. And I have a funny story. My friend Mia, her sister was in Brooklyn like three years ago and passed a thrift store and saw her bat mitzvah sweatshirt there. Are you serious? Yeah, That's isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, and before we... Oh, airbrush. Airbrush. That's Airbrush, yes. Airbrush. So Thank I you. have actually a crazy story that I didn't plan on telling because it's like offensive, but I also think people should know about it. This so, is what the people need to hear. Offend us or not. Just, just, just go. We all need to be offended today. We do. So I was at about mitzvah in seventh grade, and there was an airbrush station. And this kid, I don't want to name his name, but he went and asked the man doing the airbrush shirts, can you please put blank, blank, it was a teacher's name, likes pennies. And so 
this is literally being done at a Jewish celebration event and you're making a disgusting joke about Jews, okay? I can't believe that being a seventh grader, he would think to make a condescending joke about Jews like that being 12, 13 years old. Usually the asshole in people starts to come out around 16, 17. So the fact that he was already thinking of that when he was 12, I wonder where that kid is now. Oh, it's... I, that, that could be an, a whole nother podcast, but that was... <laughs> where is um, the kid that made that condescending is, remark? We have he or she on. <laughs> no, that was a girl that would not be okay. But I was going to say the asshole comes out a bit earlier in Jersey Kids. But so this person literally... Do you think it does? Sorry? You think the asshole comes out of Jersey Kids faster than Long Islanders? Like when you compare it, I don't know. Okay, okay, continue. We don't have as much money, so we don't have that much to go with. I get it. um, So he wore it to school. He wore it in the class where this person was the teacher. How did the parents let that happen? Like, what? I have no idea. And, like, I feel like as we got older, we realized that things like that are a little bit offensive. You're starting to make me think Jersey's like another world. It is. It is. But so he wore it to school, and then he ended up getting suspended, rightfully so. And that's, like, all I think about when I Did the teacher see? He wore He was wearing a shirt to school, went to the bathroom, put on this shirt, and then came back into the class. Oh, okay. So the parents didn't see can you imagine, yeah, like, he's sneaky. being a teacher and having someone say, like, Mrs. God, health likes pennies? Like, it's... No, but I love how you put the Mrs. Like, am I married to myself? I'll take it. You love... No one will ever love you more than you love yourself. I know. And that's a good thing. That's how it should be. You should be the same way. But everyone no, loves you, so it's kind of hard. Mrs. Siegelstein. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's a, that's too much of a mouthful. I'm done. Um, yeah, I just wanted to educate people on that story because I like to tell people because I sit with it at night. I would too. I would it's too. It's disgusting. But so, chill. yeah. We're missing like the best part about our Insta polls. I know, I know. Okay, so I also asked um, if people preferred Hala or potato latkes. And the, I feedback, think latkes, right? the feedback was impeccable. <laughs> do tell, do tell. Okay, so we got. Okay. First off, okay, actually, I'll just go to this one. So, hala or potato pancakes? What'd you say, Dana? I think potato pancakes. So, actually, it was a competition throughout the day. I watched the two go back and forth. <laughs> And it ended up being 59% voted hala and 41% voted potato lakas, which is surprising. However, I've had some really, really good hala, so I totally get it. But potato pancakes are also bomb. What are your thoughts? There's, there's nothing like good hala. Yes. And What's- another question that I asked just doesn't have to do with bomitzvahs, but really quick. I posed the question, is sleepaway camp really a sleepaway camp or a country club for children? And 61% voted country club for children. So if that doesn't say anything about how we're raising our children or how people are raising their kids, then I don't know. But I loved sleepaway camp. It made up a very, very large portion of my childhood, and I'm very grateful I got to go, so... 
love everything about it. Love everything about it. However, this is is not a podcast about giving grace to the sleepaway camp, though. Let's get into the good shit. Yes. Okay. Back to the poll. Go, Dana. So, what we had was (laughs) we asked who the craziest performer at a bat mitzvah that you attended was, and I've never been to one with a performer besides me stripping. Jill, have you? Um. Yeah. I've been to one where there was a performer, and his name is Ayaz, and it was funny because... That's so cool. At the time, well, first off, this kid, I remember, we all knew Ayaz was coming to his bat mitzvah, and he had a girlfriend at the time, and it was, like, this whole big thing because him and his girlfriend had just started dating, and, like, she was super impressed that he had Ayaz, and they were, like, (laughs) dancing together to Ayaz, and it was just so funny to see, but... When Ayaz came and started performing, us 12-year-olds, we didn't really know what Ayaz looked like. So until he started singing, we were like, oh my god, that's the guy. <laughs> you had like no appreciation. But when he first showed life. up on stage, no one was like, everyone was kind of just looking at him. And then he started with the music and we were like, oh my god. <laughs> well, also because like YouTube wasn't huge when we were in middle school. So yeah, it's not exactly. like we were looking at videos of Ayaz. But mm-hmm. that's literally so cool. And like good for that girlfriend for macking like rich biddies. I know. But also the whole entire bar mitzvah. If there's anything that when we reflect and look back on that party, it's that Ayaz was there. Like I don't really remember anything else besides him and his girlfriend at the time dancing to Ayaz and us not realizing who Ayaz was until he started singing. So, like, you don't even remember Jimmy becoming a man. Exactly. I remember Ayaz performing. And How many songs did he sing? Because I could think of one. Three. Well, no, no. He sang two. He sang two, actually. Because there were only two really popular ones that he had at the time. Replay. Yeah. That one is a banger oh my god he played replay and solo oh my god i don't want to walk this earth were you like looking at the guy that you had a crush on at the time um the guy i had a crush on at the time sadly broke my heart and was doing a um he was dancing with some other girl oh my god oh i had some i had some middle school heartbreak but we can talk about that a different time. Let's get back to the bar mitzvah. So do you want to say the other response that we got? I'm so happy you're letting me say it. Yeah. <laughs> and the second one was Pitbull. Which is crazy. That's actually like a big ass name celebrity. Like, but I even know. back then he was huge. Yeah, I know. Because he had um, Return of the Mech is what it is. What it, right? Look for the, Good way to um, get about it. Get about it. Oh, Wait, the ceiling can't Mac- hold us. Jillian, that's Macklemore. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah, because it even says Return of the Mac. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know what we're saying. Okay, wait. He said, he's saying, um. Well, you have to do, like, what he was singing in 2012. I know. That was, Jill, well, you know no, was like. huge. What? Um. DJ Earworm, he would make, like, the craziest remixes to songs that you thought you forgot about. Yes, Do you know yes. which ones? The, the, wasn't it Icona Songs of Pop or something? Yeah, the best one was, and anyone listening has to put it on right now, it's on YouTube, um, United States of Pop 2009. Yes, yes, that was so good. 
And oh, wouldn't... that was our bat mitzvah year, Jill, 2009, not 2012. Oops. No, it was 2020. Uh, tw- 2020. It was 2010. Oh, okay, okay, same thing. Well, at least but mine yeah. was. There were some in 2009 also. He's still, like, I feel like that has now evolved into big booty mixes. It has. Like, big booty mix is our generation, is like the new generation of Iconopop. I wonder where Iconopop I is mean, today, though. I mean, not Iconopop. U- United States of Pop. Yeah, but, like, DJ Earworm did all of those, so we can give him credit. Yes. Um, or credits, too. Let's see. Where are the songs from Pitbull? Um, like, the ones that we would listen to. Well, actually... No. I think Not the person Macklemore. I think that the person that responded that song was actually younger than us. Oh really? So that I mean he he just he's been getting more and more famous since like ten years ago, so that would make sense. Yeah. Um Very well true, honestly but... these polls were fun and we loved learning. Yeah, we loved hearing what you guys shit. had to say about it and also having the two of us learn about our culture and our little side of the bubbles bar mitzvahs. But Dana, what was like the craziest thing that's happened at a bar mitzvah that you went to? Nothing really happened. Like not necessarily happened, but something extravagant. Oh, I went to one on a boat. That was awesome. That's really cool. That's nice. I remember I was freaking out before because I was like, I get seasick. And my mom is like, it's a docked boat. Oh, it was just a docked boat? The boat didn't move? No. Then what was, what's like the point of renting out a boat? Unless it's theirs, then that's kind of fun. Oh, no. This bad boy was like, it almost was like a cruise ship. I don't even remember. I feel like I blacked out. So that's crazy. really crazy. I like that. I that's fun. That's bougie. I know, but, like, none of these crazy giveaways, like, we gotta do our kids' bat mitzvahs bigger and better than ever. I know, I'm kind of scared to see for when our generation of people have kids what their bat mitzvahs are gonna be like. I think we're just gonna end up performing. I think so, too, but I hope that it doesn't lead our kids to thinking that they're gonna have some, like, Jojo Siwa coming to their bat mitzvah or anything. (laughs) A glitter-themed Wait, party. I literally can't even imagine what JoJo Siwa is going to be like in a couple of years. Because she's like 16 now and still trying to act like she's 8. I wonder if she's going to have one of those like big juggy things. Yeah, she's going to be like 33 when we have kids. And she's going to still have the huge side pony with the bow and like wearing neon and being like, My hike! Top shoes! Or whatever her song <laughs> is. Listen, she's like a multi-billionaire. If, I know. If I could wear my hair that high and still make money, <laughs> I do it. I just, like, I can't. You try really hard to still wear your hair like that and make money, but it, it hasn't been going too well for you. On the street, But it looks no, good. But it looks good. Like, it looks like a tan, but, like, my head hurts after. I get it. Our last question to the public was, did you skip the service and just go to the party or did you actually go to both? And 57% said that they only skipped the service a handful of times. So that's so, good. I had a night party and a morning service. And I remember when I looked out into the audience, it was like all the girls that would later be at the night party and only two boys. Yep. 
and it was definitely was like your family friends. Yeah, it's really sad because it's like you obviously know when you're going to other people's bar mitzvahs that you don't really want to sit through their whole service, but sometimes you just did it anyway to like show up and be respectful like that. My mom wouldn't let me just skip a service like she was like they worked really hard yeah I think I only skipped a few service like I went to a ton like I I mean first off I went to a Jewish sleepaway camp like I'm constantly surrounded by Jewish people so I went to a lot of bar and bar mitzvahs and I only skipped a few of them and it was for the people that I wasn't really close with I think I was just invited because they invited like all the Jews in our grade so that we can be invited to, I mean, they can be invited to ours, which was like right. a big thing. Sometimes you would just invite people so you can be invited to theirs, at least in, in, in my school. The audacity. I know. We was we were more like tight-knit, us Jews. Um, I I was a big fan of these polls, Jill. Let's keep doing them. I know. Well, I, I think everyone really liked them too, just to see the results and now you guys get to hear what everyone said, so we will be bringing you more of those. And we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Hope you're staying safe, wearing your masks. Do you have a customized mask or anything? So I actually just ordered five really cute masks from Athleta, Athleta, however you say it. That's, like, really nice. You're I like- know. I got, well, I got them for Mother's Day for my mom, but it's a five-pack. And they have camo, so you Whoa. know I'm going to... Oh! People aren't even going to so- be able to see ya. I know, they're going to be like, where's her mouth? But, you know, just stay safe, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Keep tuning in. Share it with your friends. Rate us on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Why did I say iTunes? see you next time. Yeah. Okay. Love you guys. L'chaim.